Welcome to Ask BBB, featuring information from and about BBB accredited businesses so you're better informed about goods and services you're purchasing. Your host on Ask BBB is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario, Jennifer Matthews. Thanks and good morning, everyone. This morning, we will learn about a service that does your shopping for you, and we'll go over the ins and outs of planning a company or family holiday gathering. And later on the bulletin board, we'll bring you highlights from a scam that targets Canadian Forces veterans. Our first guest this morning has helped plan hundreds of business and family gatherings over his years in the hospitality business as owner of Chaucer's Pub and the Marion Bad Restaurant. It is a pleasure to welcome Jerry Pribble to Ask BBB. Thanks for joining us this morning, Jerry. Good morning, Jim, and good morning, Jennifer, and good morning to all your listeners. Well, first off, Jerry, I, I would be remiss to not congratulate you on your recent election to London City Council. What a, a fantastic person to hold a, an office and, and do the best for our city as you've been so involved. Thank you very much, Jennifer. And uh, uh, both myself and my other colleagues around the horseshoe, uh, we do know we are aware of all the challenges or certainly most of the challenges that our city and our residents are facing. And we are hope uh, we are really ready to attack them and deliver the best uh, possible results for our for all the Londoners. Speaking of challenges, what are the challenges that are facing the restaurant and food service sector in this upcoming festive season? So there are quite a few challenges in our in in our industry, but I would say probably three that I would. Uh, I would stress. And number one is the cost, increasing cost. And we all know that when we go to the grocery so uh, store shopping, that the costs are increasing dramatically. And they are really, you know, one week to another increases. And of course, us as restaurants, establishment, food, food and beverage establishments, we are not increasing the costs uh, uh, every week. So that's one. Second one is uh, staffing issues, and uh, that has been since the um, since uh, post pandemic times, and uh, staffing issues. Uh, a lot of people have left our sector, and uh, uh, some of them are coming back, but some of them are not coming back. And the third part is the conf consumer confidence, and there still doesn't matter if it's the corporations, uh, business, uh, business organizations. Or if it's the um, if it's the family gatherings and uh, pr uh, private public sector both, and the difficulty is that there are certain uh, there is a perception there and rightfully so with the, uh, with some of the cases increasing people are still very cautious, and uh, those are the things those are the three challenges that we have, and you know the third part our industry right from the beginning stated that. Uh, we do uh, we do believe that when people come to the establishments like uh, like restaurants that it's more in a controlled manner than if you do it host something at your house so those are the three big factors that uh, our industry is facing and it's not just before this holiday season it's currently on ongoing basis jerry have bookings for both company and family gatherings returned to those pre-pandemic levels we are not at those levels yet. We certainly are not. And I would say the, regu the regular seedings are not back yet. What has made it up certainly for our establishment are the events and events like uh, uh, weddings, engagement parties, rehearsal dinners, unfortunately, the celebrations of life. So those are the special uh, occasions that uh, uh, we weren't able to do during the last two years, so they were very limited. 
So this area of the business is actually increased and is on the rise. As for the regular seating and uh, Christmas bookings, it's not there yet. So would we still have some time to book with you for a Christmas or a holiday gathering? Yeah, there's, do you want similar with my colleagues? So I would say the prime dates, you know, the Friday, Saturdays, especially the private rooms, they are, uh, they are booked up. But it's the other, uh, it's the other days of the week that usually pre in, during the pre-pandemic times, we already had booked, you know, like the, the Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. And a lot of them are uh, still open. And as for the regular seatings, the smaller ones in either Marion Bath Restaurant or Charles's Pub, we do have the availabilities. When we're selecting a facility for our gatherings, what are some of the things we should take into account? And I'm thinking, you know, the size of the group or parking or, or you know, perhaps something that I'm not thinking of. I really think that uh, uh, one of the main ones is uh, the type of the cuisine that your group is looking for, uh, the type of the facility and the atmosphere that uh, your attendees would like to be in and feel the most comfortable in. And uh, uh, yes, parking is convenient, uh, convenient for a lot of people who attend and they are wondering how far is the parking. For us, I'm very fortunate that we have a large parking lot right beside us and also uh, you know, within 50, 50 meters, I have another two parking lots. So that's uh, very convenient for us. But I think that uh, that's really the most important. Look at the atmosphere, what the restaurant establishment has to offer and also the cuisine. Uh, that uh, your attendees feel the most comfortable with. If we're booking with you, Jerry, what information would you like us to have prepared in advance for you? So I think the you know the the ones that are in terms of the date, time, number of attendees, and then the uh, selection of the food. And uh, when we have smaller groups, we do it off the menu. That's not a problem. When it's larger groups, we do usually have a preset menu, or we narrow it down to let's say three, four entrees where your attendees will select from those three, four upon their arrival. But one thing, important thing is, and that has to do with certainly health of specific individuals, and that is the allergies. And we, we like to know certainly in advance the allergies factor, because so we are ready and we don't, uh, we make sure that everyone uh, receives the food to what they are accustomed to. How would gratuities generally be handled when we bring in a large gathering? So when we do large gatherings, uh, we do put on an automatic gratuity of 15%. So we do that. As far as I know, most restaurants for large gatherings do that as well. And I do hear that there are certain, uh, certain of my colleagues that have increased it to 18%. So it's usually 15 to 18. In other cities, uh, honestly, it has gone up to 20, 22%. But London is mainly 15 to 18%. And uh, our establishment is at 15%. Jerry, are you still offering takeout for those that are looking for it? Yes, we still are offering takeout. We still do the delivery and the delivery we do on our own. We are not using another, uh, any other third party. We are doing it on our own. Fantastic. And uh, just wondering if you book family gatherings for Christmas Day. On the Christmas Day, Marimbat and Chaucer's uh, has been always closed. And it's a it's a, a truly family day, and we want all our staff to be with their families. Fantastic! And are we still able to book with you, perhaps for New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? 
New Year's Eve, we still have the availability for seating and we will be offering, same as every year, our full menu, as well as New Year's Eve specials. And uh, New Year's Day, it's same thing. Those two days, Christmas Day and New Year's Day, we are closed for the families. Well, Jerry, I wanna thank you so much for joining us this morning and helping us decide how we can maybe plan that last minute gathering with you. Jennifer and Jim, thank you both very much as well. And thank you to all your listeners for the continued support of our industry, because uh, as you all know, it has been very difficult two years. And uh, I'm very happy to say, if I compare London to other, uh, to other cities that most of our restaurants are still in business. And the reason why we are still all in business because of the great support we've been receiving from Londoners and Southwestern Ontario. So on behalf of the entire industry, I would like to thank all of you and all your listeners for the continued support. Thank you. We've been talking to Jerry Pribble, who is the president of Marion Bed Restaurant and Chelsea's Pub. And you'll find them in the BBB directory. And from there, you can connect to their website and to their social media pages. Marion Bad Restaurant and Chelsea's Pub carry the BBB seal of accreditation with an A-plus rating. The BBB seal is the sign of a better business. Next, bringing home the groceries. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and your host is Jennifer Matthews, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. Whether you're cramped for time, have mobility challenges, or wish to avoid indoor crowds, Having someone to do your shopping for you could be the answer. To learn what is involved, we've invited Ben Ferraccio, owner of The Grocery Guy, to join us. Ben, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Jennifer. Glad to be here. Grocery delivery is something a lot of people discovered at the onset of pandemic restrictions. And with restrictions now being lifted, what's the overall effect on your business? Has there been a continuation of that service? Uh, we have slowed down uh, from the initial onslaught um, that we had uh, during the pandemic. Um, at first, it, it got a little bit out of hand. We had to hire several shoppers. Um, we've been doing this since 2011, so we had a little bit of a leg up on things, and we just sort of had to refine um, a little bit of how we did the service. Now that things are sort of calmed down a bit, um, we are more back to where we were as far as the demographic in our clientele, um, that being more seniors and people with mobility issues rather than just your average family. And do you find that, especially for seniors or those with mobility issues, when it's winter, they're more inclined to call upon your service so they don't have to go out in that weather, the roads, things like that? Yes. Um, yeah, we do see our business peak in the hot days of summer and especially in January, February, and a little bit into March until the weather starts getting a bit better. Those are our peak seasons. You do shopping and delivery for commodities beyond groceries. What are the other shopping services your company offers? Well, pretty much if you can think of a store in London, we'll go there and shop for you. Um, or if you have an online ordering plate, uh, pickup location, um, we can also take care of that. So basically no limits as to where we can go. There are several large company delivery services for meal delivery. And we think of Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats and others. These services use smartphone apps. 
do you use this sort of technology for your business or how do we uh, navigate that? Uh, no, we don't really have a smartphone app. Uh, you can order through our website, groceryguy.ca. Um, but being that we deal on a next day service basis, we didn't really see the need for an app. And also most of our clientele um, aren't really attracted to the, the app side of things. And do customers have a contract for a regular ongoing service or are you a um, service per occasion type of um... service per occasion? You can um, you can use this as often or as, you know, um, you know, just when you're in a jam. Um, we're happy to see all of our customers regardless. Yeah. And how do you find employees? How do you select them for doing the shopping and delivery, the qualities you're looking for in those employees? Um, we establish good relationships with our shoppers, so we find that sourcing from within usually is our first step. Um, I'll usually ask the shoppers, do you know anybody that would like to do what you're doing? Because usually most people have told their friends what they do, you know? And so, yeah, usually we find a new shopper that way. Otherwise, um, I do interviews and go shopping with people and see how they sort of fit into the puzzle. Um, I look for initiative. Um, how eager they are to jump in and help with stuff. Um, I look for um, how they're able, how they, their problem solving skills. Um, what if they're able to use the tools that are provided, because I provide all of our shoppers, you know, contact information for the client so that if there is some sort of a substitution or omission, they're able to clear a substitution with the client. Um, so the tools are there for them to use. And um, I look for that. If someone's going to just make the decision off the, like, shoot from the hip, I'm going to sort of kind of like, you know, push them in the right direction and say, no, we can't be doing that. We kind of need to okay our stuff with our clients. But yeah, initiative, um, you get a vibe off of people. You do. Um, you just like how friendly they are, like just like sort of small talk that you're making while you're shopping. Just, yeah, it's just, it's very organic. It just sort of came to mind, Ben, that as you're servicing maybe seniors or those living by themselves, is this, do your delivery drivers and, and shoppers also report back that the customers are just happy to have a personal connection again with someone bringing things to their home? Oh, definitely. And um, actually, with the latest move to um, no bags, um, we actually have some of our clients that we, you know, we just put it into like into like Rubbermaid totes and bring it into their place. And as we're unloading it onto their counter, it gives us time to, you know, just sort of just talk and sort of give them some time to talk to someone besides the TV. And what's the fee structure like for the services that you provide? Is it a per per trip or per shopping duration? Uh, we charge based on how much the person spends. Um, under $100 is just a $25 flat rate. And if the shopping's over 100, we add 20% of the amount over. Grocery Guy is an accredited business with an A-plus rating with BBB. What does that accreditation mean to you and to your clients? We must be doing something right, um, first of all. Uh, but yeah, it, um, it does mean a lot to our clients. Um, it has been mentioned before that they have looked at that accreditation 
and it has influenced their decision as to whether or not to use us. Um, so we do value it quite highly, yes. Ben, I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning on Ask BBB and chatting with us how we can maybe make some of our errands a little bit easier this winter. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Jim. Ben Ferraccio is the owner of Grocery Guy, a delivery service. You'll find them in the BBB directory, and from there you can connect to their website and to their social media pages. Grocery Guy carries the BBB seal of accreditation with an A-plus rating. The BBB seal is the sign of a better business. Veterans are being targeted by scammers. Stay tuned to learn more. Welcome back. It's time now to check the BBB bulletin board. Well, a little over two weeks ago, we honored veterans on Remembrance Day. And we hope that that respect continues for the remaining 364 days of the year. Unfortunately, sometimes that is not the case. BBB Scam Tracker has received reports that scammers posing as government representatives have attempted to con veterans with promises of special grants and other programs. So on this morning's bulletin board, we want to bring attention to the scam and the article that outlines what to watch for. So how does the scam work, Jennifer? Well, the scammers contact the veteran by phone, email, or Facebook Messenger, or other messaging apps. They will claim to be a government representative offering special programs such as loan forgiveness, mortgage aid, or even a grant to pay living expenses. But the next part is the red flag. They will ask for a one-time processing fee and ask that it is paid by a prepaid credit card or a digital wallet app. So what should a veteran do if they get such a call? Well, the call itself should make you wary. The government does not contact veterans just out of the blue, and most certainly not by phone or through email, and definitely not through a messaging app. They might contact you by Canada Post to alert you you are available for programs, but even then be cautious. If you are a veteran or are connected to a veteran as a family member or friend, the best thing to do is make yourself aware of the programs and services available to veterans. And you can do that by visiting Veterans Affairs website at veterans.gc.ca. There you'll find information about all of the programs and services available to current and former members of the Canadian Armed Forces and the RCMP. And there is also a Veterans Affairs office in London at 417 Exeter Road that serves London, Brant, Essex, Huron, Middlesex, Oxford, Norfolk, and Perth County. And you'll find that article that we've been referring to at bbb.org. Well, Jennifer, we encourage people to use the directory at bbb.org to find businesses. We have a little time here this morning, so let's just remind our listeners what they'll find when they use that directory. So if you searched in, let's say you put in plumbers, which is a highly searched for business in BBB.org, you would be able to select, do you want to see only accredited businesses or do you want to see accredited and non-accredited businesses? And then your search results will come up. You will be able to distinguish who is accredited or not. You'll be able to click on that business and find all their contact information. You will also be able to see if there have been any positive or negative reviews and how many complaints had been filed in the past few years. And you can see how the business has responded. We all know that in business, 
not everything goes 100% all the time. So you're going to have um, instances where maybe things went a little bit um, sideways or not as a consumer expected. What consumers can see is how did the business handle that complaint and how did the consumer feel afterwards? So it's an open forum to see, we know you're dealing with people and things can go wrong, but how do you follow up and handle that? And that is part of the standards for trust. So there are clear advantages for consumers. And that same trust factor is a real benefit for businesses. 84% of the accredited businesses see that one of the major benefits as building trust with their customers. Um, you know, it, they also mentioned that having the accreditation seal, that sign of a better business, increases the credibility of their business as well. And it shows in their perspective that they care about their customers. And those are ways that businesses can stand apart from the crowd and distinguish themselves as better businesses. Accredited businesses meet a list of BBB standards, and they promise to uphold trust and integrity in all of their transactions. Customers can um, file a complaint, and then it goes through our complaint process, whereby we sort of brokered the complaint. We, are, we provide a forum between the business and the consumer. And then if required, we do offer a, a path to mediation. So whether you're a consumer or a business owner, a visit to bbb.org is well worth the time. And speaking of time, Jennifer, that's all we have for Ask BBB this week. If you have any comments on what you've heard on today's program, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening this morning. I'm Jennifer Matthews. And I'm Jim Swan. Remember, always look for the BBB seal. It's the sign of a better business.